Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci, and this is with the Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Wednesday, April 7, 2021. Dear friends, welcome back to With the Italian News after a week's break. I received the second dose of the vaccine. Some of you ask me why I've been vaccinated before others older than me. It's because I, be, I have three of the four diseases that are concomitant causes of death by COVID, and therefore I am in the risk category. If after the first one I had the pleasure to thank Celeste Radatti, the nurse who gave me the first shot, and the second two actually. Today I want to thank Massimo Battistella, reservist of the Italian Army, born in San Donà di Piave in Veneto, representing all the Italian military who are helping the vaccination campaign. They are examples of a beautiful Italy, brave, kind, efficient, the best Italy. Thank you from the heart. Italy has administered 18,510,000 shots of vaccine. 3,555,000 Italians are fully vaccinated, 5.9% of the population. The regions who fully vaccinated the highest percentage of the population are Piedmont, Trentino Alto Adige, Molise, Liguria and Emilia Romagna. Those who instead vaccinated the lowest percentage of the population are Sardinia, Campania, Sicily, Calabria and Apulia. In terms of age groups, Italy has fully vaccinated 7.5% of those in their 90s, 31.3% of those in their 80s, 9.4% of those in their 70s, 10.4% of those in their 60s, 15.1% of those in their 50s, 11.6% of those in their 40s, 8.6% of those in their 30s, and 6% of those in their 20s. Unfortunately, at Easter and Easter Monday, the vaccination campaign has suffered an unacceptable slowdown. Uh, Sunday were administered less than 100,000 doses, Monday only 165,000, and the pace has begun to rise again only yesterday, Tuesday, with 263,000 doses administered. On the subject of vaccines, it is now clear that the leadership in Europe has been taken over by Mario Draghi's Italy. The European Commission, which is the executive institution of the EU, the most similar one to a government, has unfortunately made mistakes in the negotiation of the purchase of vaccination and is now in trouble. Usually among European countries, especially now that Great Britain has left, it is France and Germany that have the most solid leadership, also considering their economic strengths and number of inhabitants. But in France, President Macron is criticizing this year's elections. He risks to lose his job, while in Germany, Angela Merkel has already announced that she will not run again in the elections, also scheduled for this year. So they are two leaders who are a bit in trouble now. And so it is Draghi's Italy, for the first time since I can't remember, that is speaking on behalf of Europe, and not on a secondary issue, but on the most important one at the moment, i.e. the dialogue with the pharmaceutical companies to make sure the delivery promises are fulfilled. As if these problems were not enough, there is one that has strongly returned, and it is that of the side effects of the AstraZeneca vaccine, which is the one most bought by the European Union. Today, the European Medicines Agency will publish its findings, which will say that there is a relationship between this vaccine and some problems that may arise after vaccinations. In Northern Europe, some nations have already suspended it completely, and starting tomorrow, other countries will have to decide what to do as well. To be clear, aspirin aspirin definitely has side effects with a higher frequency than reported for AstraZeneca's vaccine, but we continue to use it when indicated. 
On the other hand, there was a disaster communication by AstraZeneca and by Europe on the vaccine, which generated much greater concern that was necessary. <coughs> Great Britain, for instance, administered this vaccine above all the others, and today it has practically eliminated deaths from COVID and is reopening all its activities. It is returning to life. Even the Italian government is considering not giving the vaccine to those under 65 years of age, like other countries, to try to reassure the population. But this would lead to a further delay in the vaccination campaign. Still on the subject of vaccines, the last two news about this explain, if it was not yet clear, how gigantic is the difference between the previous Italian government and the one in charge now. It turns out that the previous Italian government purchased over 600,000 fewer doses of the Pfizer vaccine than it would have been entitled to with the pro-rata allocation based on the population that was originally proposed by the European Commission. And nobody knows why. Instead, the current government has signed another agreement to improve the vaccination campaign after the one with the family doctors and the one with pharmacies. Yesterday, the government signed the agreement with Italian companies for vaccinations of workers directly in the factories where they work. Since yesterday, the restrictions in some Italian regions have changed. Now in the red zone with the highest restrictions, there are Calabria, Campania, Emilia-Romagna, Friuli, Venezia, Giulia, Lombardy, Piedmont, Apulia, Tuscany, Valle d'Aosta. In orange zone, with few restrictions, instead, there are the other regions, as to say Veneto, Marche, Trentino, Alto Adige, Sicily, Sardinia, Liguria, Lazio, Umbria, Abruzzo, Molise and Basilicata. No regions are in yellow or white zones, which are the ones with the, the fewer restrictions at all. In the government, there is a division between those who would like to reopen some activities in April and others who are more cautious. Draghi would like to wait for the contagion numbers to improve, to get better, and to at least complete the vaccination of those in the 90s, 80s and 70s. Unfortunately, however, Italians are increasingly tired of lockdowns and closures, which have put many in dire economic straits. It is a dangerously explosive situation, and a very delicate one indeed. Yesterday there have been violent demonstrations here in Rome in front of the Italian Parliament, where good people, desperate for the crisis and for their future, have been joined by criminals aided by some politicians who prefer to do political looting. There, are, there was even a guy dressed like the shaman who led the assault of Capitol Hill in Washington DC in January, you remember him. Because unfortunately, as an old Italian proverb says, la mamma dei cretini è sempre incinta, which literally means that the mother of idiots is always pregnant, as to say that we'll never run out of idiots. Despite the economic problems, however, a study by Airbnb says that one in two Italians have already researched or planned their summer vacations or at least promised to do soon. Preferred destinations are those in Italy and, like last year, at the top of preferences are short-term rentals of beach and mountain homes. Everything, of course, remains in suspense, because at the moment we do not, we do not have the certainty, but only the hope, that this summer things will improve to the point that we will be able to take an adequate vacation. We really hope so, because another recent research of the University of Glasgow in Scotland shows that both green spaces such as mountains, hills, parks and nature reserves and blue spaces such as seas, lakes and rivers improve the well-being both physically and mentally. Given how much green and blue Italy has all over, the research practically says that the more time you spend in Italy, the better you feel, because you live with less stress and less anxiety, more nature, fresh air and physical activity. Not bad. 
We can't wait to welcome you back here with us, here in Italy, my friends. And while we still don't know if we will, yesterday the Italian government took a decision that bodes well. The European Soccer Championships that were supposed to take place last year will be played this summer in June. Four matches should take place in Rome and yesterday the Italian government had to decide whether to ensure that at least 54, uh, 25% of the public will be able to attend the matches. The Italian government said yes after listening to virologists and statistic statistical forecasting experts. It is a decision that gives us hope and this is all I need to end my video today. So it's all for now. Please stay safe and stay healthy. My name is Umberto Mucci. This was With Italian News. I'll see you next Friday. Ciao from Rome.